We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You know, I'd fight you over the fact that the Bible was true, but what Jesus said and what the Apostle Paul said about me didn't seem to be true. But I started saying what he said. Thank God I'm a new creature in Christ. I'm a new creation. Well, I sure didn't feel like one, didn't look like one, didn't act like one. But when I began to speak and say what God said about me, when I started saying what the Apostle Paul said concerning my finances, Lord, because I've given, it's given unto me, and I've sowed bountifully, and I reap bountifully. Well, you see, when I first started saying that, I didn't believe it. I mean, I knew it was in the Bible. I knew the Bible was true. But I didn't believe it was true in my life, and I didn't have any faith in it that it was true in my life. But then again, faith cometh by hearing. Faith does not come by praying. And all my praying and unbelief wouldn't give me faith. But my confessing God's Word did change me, change me from the inside out. I began to believe what the Word said about me. So it's possible then, evidently it's possible to have faith and doubt. You could have faith in God's ability to do whatever you ask Him to do. You believe that He's able to do it. But then you could have in the same heart, you could have doubt that He would do it for you or that He would do it right now. You might have faith that He could do it later on. Well, you know, I believe God's going to do it sometime. No, God's already done all He's ever going to do about the situation. He did it through Jesus Christ. In Second Peter chapter 1, the Apostle Peter says, God has given unto us all things. What all things is he talking about? All things that pertain to life and godliness. How did he do that? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now, that's how he's done it. He gave us all things through the exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Now, what nature is he referring to there? He's talking about the divine nature of God. God released his divine energy in his word. And if we enter into his word, quote it and speak it until the faith comes, then we'll be able to be partakers. What the Apostle Peter says, partakers of the divine nature. So then, when Jesus said, if you have faith and doubt not, he is evidently sharing something that many of us have missed, that you could have faith and doubt in the same heart. Now, I think we talked about this in one of the other sessions, about the leper that came to Jesus in the first chapter of Mark. And he said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now, see, here's a man that has no doubt at all that Jesus can make him clean. But he has a doubt concerning whether he will. So he has great faith that Jesus is able to heal him. And some of you have great faith that Jesus is able to meet your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But yet you have doubt in your heart that he will do it or that he will do it now. And you see this man in Mark, the first chapter, he didn't get any healing. He didn't get any miracle until he got his question answered. And got his doubt resolved. Great faith, but yet he doubted. He doubted that God would do it. He knew that he could. But he didn't know whether he would or not. And until you get that question answered, then your prayer life is going to be unsuccessful. And you must believe 
and doubt not in your heart. But also, if he shall say unto this mountain, he said, not only shall you do this which is done unto the fig tree. In other words, Jesus put a curse on the fig tree by his words. And many businessmen have put a curse on their business by what they've said about it. They've prayed one thing, said something else about it. They've prayed for God to bless their business, and then they go out and prophesy that they're going broke, and that they're not going to make any money, that everything's going to go down the tube. Then they wonder why it all fell apart. <laughs> well, it's because your praying, or your saying, was not in line with your praying. So you had faith, and you doubted. You had faith, great faith, that God was able, but then you doubted that he would, and you went out and told everybody that he wouldn't. Well, that's the way a lot of people do. But Jesus said all things. Whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now, see, there's two parts to this. All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer. Now, if he just said you'll receive, all things, whatsoever you ask, we'd have it made, wouldn't we? We all know how to ask. We all know how to request something from God. But he said, believing, you shall receive. Now, a good test to see whether you're believing that you receive or not is to see if you pray about the same thing in the morning, the same way you prayed this morning. If you're going to believe that you received your prayer answered when you prayed, then there's no need to pray about it in the morning. You might go back and say, Thank God, I believe I received my need met, and I thank you that I receive it even though I don't have it physically. You see, we're not talking about setting dates for when it's going to happen. I'm talking about setting a date for the time that you believe you received. And the Bible says, What things soever you desire when you pray believe you receive them. So the time to release your faith is when you're praying, not when you see the manifestation. You know, the world says it this way. Well, seeing is believing. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says believing is seeing. You see it by the eye of faith, not by the fact that you see the physical manifestation of it. Sure, it's good to have the physical manifestation, but you're not always going to have it immediately. And if you're expecting to have it immediately and you're going to base your faith on what you see, then you're not operating in Bible faith. You're operating in head faith. God's Word is His will. Now, we've talked about this, but let me read you a statement here in this chapter. It says, A prayer accurately formed and stated from the Word of God will absolutely move heaven and earth and the things under the earth in your behalf. And it'll do that. But you have to pray accurately. Now, the story is told, and I heard this story somewhere, and I thought it was good. It kind of brings out the point of about a missionary that was over in the jungles of Africa ministering in the bush country. And being a man of prayer, he was going through the bush one day, and he run up on this line. And the man, just being a man of prayer, fell down and, and began to pray and said, Now, Father, I pray that this is a good Christian line. And... <laughs> And when he said that, the old lion, he just fell down, put his paws together, and, and said, Now, Father, I thank you for this food. Now, bless it to my body. <laughs> so, here's a man that's got his prayer answered, but he's in trouble. Why? Because it wasn't accurate. Now, that, you see, that's a little facetious and maybe a little out of context, but it helped you understand some things. Some of you prayed some things that when you got your prayer answered, you ended up in trouble because it was not accurate. You didn't pray accurately. You prayed 
not according to the will of God, but according to the direction of your own head instead of the will of God. Then again, as we mentioned, and I want to mention it again, that many times people overload their faith. They're praying for things they can't believe God for in the first place. Now, the Lord said to me concerning that one time, he said, don't ever pray for anything that you can't believe me for, because he said it'll destroy your faith. won't build your faith. It'll destroy your faith. And he said, go to the Word of God, find out what I said about it. Then he said, spend the time in meditation. And I challenge you to do this. Spend the time in meditation and confessing the Word of God concerning the matters and what Jesus said about it until faith comes. And then pray. It may be a month, maybe weeks, maybe three months. But wait until faith is developed. Then you pray the prayer of faith. Praying will never cause you to have faith. It will really destroy your faith. Now let's go over into the fifth chapter where we'll talk about keys of answered prayer. Well, of course, we've already talked about this one. Believing you receive when you pray, of course, is a key to answered prayer. And another one that we've already talked about is doubt not in your heart, or have faith and doubt not. The faith principle of Mark eleven twenty three states that you can have what you say if you believe if you doubt not in your heart, you believe what you say will come to pass. Now again, let me say, this is not a prayer scripture. Mark eleven twenty three is not a prayer scripture. But yet it is a principle that will work while you're praying. And the Bible tells us that. It goes on to verse 24 and bears that out. Believe and receive. What you believe, you will receive. Now that's what Jesus said. Now, I know there's many people, when we read this verse here, where Jesus said all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive, they say, well, now, you know, I believe, but I didn't receive. Well, all I've got to say is, is that Jesus said you would, and that if, if you might have thought you believe, you might even believe you believe, but you didn't believe the way the Bible says to believe, or you would have received. Now, it's just that simple. You can give all kinds of excuses you want to. But you see, there again, let me bring this back in, because I think this is probably a major point here. I've said it several times in other sessions, but I'm going to say it again, because I want you to get it. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know the will of God. Now, I think this is a major problem why people pray and they don't receive the reason they don't receive is because they don't believe, because they don't know what the will of God is concerning the matter. So it's impossible for you to have the God kind of faith when you don't know what he said, because the God kind of faith comes from what he said. Therefore, if you don't know what he said, you can't have the God kind of faith concerning that, because the faith is in the promise itself. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before we leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that this is the last day for CD offer number 7316. It's entitled, Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. You know, there are different laws. There's the law of gravity. It's a law of God. It works. It works whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it. It works. The law of faith is a law of God. Paul talks about it in Romans, the third chapter. 
And this series will give you insight into how to apply the law of faith in the circumstances of your life. There's people that believe, well, you know, the Bible's just good for spiritual things. Oh, no, the Bible is good to live by in everyday life. You apply the principles of the Word of God in your life, and you will be successful in life. Now, it's not that God is trying to keep things from us, but under the new covenant, there's a law of faith that comes into play. The scripture says, he that believeth hath. In other words, if you don't believe it, you don't have it. (laughs) I mean, when it comes to eternal life, he that believeth hath eternal life. Well, what about him that doesn't believeth? He doesn't have. And Jesus said in the 13th chapter of Matthew, he said, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And he that hath not, and he's still talking about ears to hear, shall be taken away from him even that which he hath. But he that hath ears to hear, he will receive more abundance. So it's important that you understand that there is a law that governs the things that happen to you in life. They're based on the authority of the Word of God and what you believe concerning what God promised in His Word. You're capable of entering into the promises of God through the law of faith. And faith, the law of the new covenant, is a series that will be a blessing to you. That's offer number 7316. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Kelch reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.